Good morning. Today is Friday, June 26, 2020. I think we all understand that the Torah contains mitzvot, commandments, and narratives that teach us broader lessons and values. And the narratives that are in the Torah are carefully curated highlights. Obviously, much more happened, much more was said, but the word Torah means teaching, connected to the word horaah, teaching. And what is included in the Torah is what we all need to know, all of us, for all time. Now, I can only assume that many people questioned and challenged Moshe throughout his 40 years of leading the Jewish people. But only the conflict with Korach in this week's Parsha is preserved for us in the drama and the terrifying consequences that we will read about this Shabbos. So, why? Why is this the most serious challenge to Moshe's leadership? It seems, on the surface, this is a human resources problem. It's a staffing problem. Who's going to get the job? Aharon gets the job of Kohen Gadol, high priest. Korah claims it's not fair, it's not just. Let me ask you a question. In all of human history, how many people feel they were passed over for a promotion? A lot. But in the history of the world, no one was swallowed up by the earth for making this accusation. So why Korach? What nerve did he hit? So the Rambam asked this question, Maimonides, in his commentary to the Mishnah. And the Rambam says that what Korach said and did was not only a challenge to who was appointed as the Kohen Gadol. Korach's assault was on the veracity of the Torah transmission by Moshe. In other words, Korah claimed that Aharon was chosen as Kohen Gadol by Moshe, his brother. Nepotism. And maybe Aharon, according to Korah, didn't really deserve it. But the implication of that is, of course, that the decision to appoint Aharon was Moshe's decision, not God's instruction which, of course, is not true. And that, of course, is what is demonstrated by the uh, public demonstration that follows in our Parsha. But the challenge that Korach issues does not only affect this personnel issue, because if Korach were to be correct that Moshe did this on his own, 
By implication, that would mean, well, maybe some of the other things that Moshe said were on his own, from his own thinking, and not directly from God. And that would be a destruction of one of the Yud Gimel Ikrim, one of the 13 principal beliefs that the Rambam outlines that are incumbent for all Jews to believe. And in that list of 13 is number 8. And number 8 goes like this, according to the Rambam. This, by the way, this is the source, the, the, the most well-known and the most authoritative source about what are the beliefs in Judaism. And the Rambam divides them into 13. This is number 8. He writes, We believe that the entire Torah in our possession today was given to us by God through Moshe. Moshe was like a scribe receiving dictation. He wrote the history, the stories, and the commandments, but of course only what God told him to write. In other words, there is nothing within the Torah, the five books of Moses, there is not a word there that is created that is included by the decision of Moshe. Every word comes from God specifically. It is all from God. It is all God's perfect Torah, pure, holy, and true. The Rambam continues, He who says that these verses and stories were invented by Moshe and that's what Korach is claiming, that this decision to appoint Aharon was Moshe's decision. He who says that these verses and stories were invented by Moshe is considered by our sages and prophets to be more heretical and misleading than any other heretic. And the truth is, if we look at the Parsha carefully, Moshe understood that this was Korach's challenge. And he understood what was at stake. Because in setting up the dramatic showdown between Aharon versus Korach and his followers, God has Moshe express that this is about much more than just who has the job of Kohen Gadol. The Torah says, in Pasuchoches, Vayomer, Moshe, and Moshe says, that is, God tells Moshe to write these words that Moshe says, Bezos Teduun, with this demonstration of holding the fire pans and seeing who God has chosen and who he has not chosen, where Korach and his followers are destroyed, and Aaron is shown publicly to be the one that Hashem has chosen. Moshe says, with this you will see, but that it is God who has sent me to do and to say every single one of these things, because it is not from my heart. It's not from me. There is no decision, no word, Moshe says, that is original or creative with me. It all comes from God. Now, why is that so critical? 
Well, it's critical in the wider sense because it is only if the Torah is directly and exclusively from God and not from man that the mitzvos are obligatory in a way that transcends time and place and human understanding. Let me explain. If the mitzvos in the Torah were hypothetically written or conceived by a human being, they were not, but hypothetically, what that would mean is one human being comes up with an idea, calls it a commandment from God. Another human being can come along and say, no, I dispute it. I think it's not a good idea. I have a better idea. It could be overruled. The fact that the mitzvahs are commanded to us by God and God himself transcends time and place, therefore, we understand that all of the mitzvahs are binding on every person for all time. Another example. Maybe you would say, if hypothetically the mitzvahs were commanded to us by a human being, maybe you would say, well, the mitzvah is only relevant during the time of that human being, or maybe only in the place of that human being, or maybe only within the circumstance of that human being, because a human being is not able to uh, legislate in a way that transcends his or her understanding or knowledge or perspective. It is only God that is able to command in a way that does transcend time and place and perspective and human understanding. If the mitzvahs were hypothetically written or legislated by a human being, a person could say, well, listen, I understand what they were thinking, but I understand better. I have a more insight. We understand how it works now better than they understood it. So therefore we can change it. Since it comes from God, whose understanding is infinite and certainly unfathomable to us, we understand we can't know better than God, but that rests on the truth that it comes from God. The only way that all of the commandments in the Torah are binding on all human beings for all time, and the only way that every word of the Torah has infinite meaning is our assurance of the truth that every word of the Torah comes from God, that Moshe's role is only as a scribe, as one who takes dictation. There would be no traditional Judaism without this principle. There would be no concept of obligation. There would be no commandments. And there would be no relationship with the one who commands, with God. And that's why Korach was not just a disgruntled employee, upset over being overlooked for a promotion. His challenge 
would have undermined the entire Torah. And disproving him had to be decisive, dramatic, and unforgettable, which it certainly is. My friends, have a great day. Have a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.